Hey, listen up. Uh, this is Aaron here. Just wanted to uh, give a quick shout out. We got a competition going on here, you see. And uh, basically what, how, what, what's going on here is uh, we want to give you some cool things. But in return, what we need is you to mention us on Twitter. So uh, our Twitter handle is Outer Space Pod. So please go and say, I don't know, here, here, I'll give you something here. Just just say, uh, you know, Joel's a pretty cool dude. And you can hear him on, on his podcast at Outer Space Pod. Or you could be like, Sarah is a righteous dudette. And you can hear her at Outer Space Pod. And uh, yeah perfect anything any any three of these things would totally be acceptable things for a chance for you listener you to win stuff you have until the end of april uh for this uh competition so thank you for listening hello and welcome to please don't send me into outer space the podcast intent on exploring all that science fiction and fantasy has to offer one movie at a time my name is joel my name is Sarah. My name is Aaron. The movie this week was Jabberwocky from 1977, directed by Terry Gilliam, written by Charles Alverson and Terry Gilliam, and based on the poem in Lewis Carroll's book. Uh, which one? It's probably called Jabberwocky. No, it's, in, it's either in Alice in Wonderland or Through the Looking Glass. Oh, right. I guess I should have looked into this. Anyways, starring Michael Palin... John Lemazur. I read the poem. I did too. Warren Mitchell. And who played the lady? The princess. Deborah Fallander. And that's all I'm going to mention. There, I mean, there's a whole bunch of people. You're saying this movie was populated with people? Some people. Mm. At least, I think. Okay. okay. I think there were people. And potatoes. Yes. Yep. Lots of potatoes, yeah. No John Cleese. Oh yeah. What was he doing? I mean, what it was like late seventies, right? On yeah. the, the the height of the Monty Python uh, thing, so he might have been just doing a lot of cocaine. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Marrying some woman who's going to take all his money eventually. I, I'm just. I don't know I'm about that part. Out, yeah, I don't know what like, I'm talking about. I'm like, <laughs> not going to get back into that again. So, uh, this was a listener pick. This was actually Mike Sterling's pick from Ooh. back in the day. I don't know if you guys have heard of Mike Sterling. Yeah, Mike Sterling. He's a, he's a hip internet fella and mm -hmm. also owner of his own comical book store, Sterling Silver Comics, in Camarillo. I hear his opinion represents the youth of our nation. I would say so. He's hip and with it. I haven't been to Mike's new shop yet, but I want to check it out. I was I was in that area for a concert once recently, oh. and I saw. I'm like, oh, that's where it is. So in the daytime, I can find it again. Cool. You marked it on your cloth map. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if the Quest Hub is over here. I'll have to go back to that spot. I have to say I'm a bit, I mean, uh, you, you'll probably see it for your own eyes, but I'm a big fan of his, uh, the giant comic book rack he has. Ooh. It's, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Cool. Awesome. Mm -hmm. mm. Does he, does he have room for magicers or is it Oh, no, no. This is a, this is a comic book store. Good. That's it's a comical like. bookstore, sir. Not like those <laughs> other piece of, uh, anyways, uh, so. Aaron, have you seen this one before? Uh, this is my first time, Joel. Oh, really? Uh, what? This is my first Why time. Why does that seem very surprising? Uh, because it's surprising to me, too. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this is a movie Aaron's probably seen. This is definitely a movie his parents have, have made him watch several times. I, 
I, I got to tell you guys, I was laughing so hard. Really? Yeah, I was laughing pretty Good. hard at this movie. So. Do you think they didn't let you watch it because it has a momentary of nudity in it? There were some buds. I didn't really see anything more than buds. Well, the the princess. Was lady. there some? Oh, lady. Oh, lady nudity. Well, but I mean, you see Dennis's butt. Yeah, you see. The, uh, that's what I remember. I don't even remember the. Oh, right, right, right. right. <laughs> when he snuck into a room. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mr. Yeah. Fishman's butt too, when it's hanging out. The oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, you see his butt too. And uh, well, a that guard too. When, when that guard was taking a, a dump, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you see a little There's kid, lots of butts, <laughs> man. Little kid's noodle. There's oh, like that's a, right. I totally forgot the little kid nudity as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a lot of just like, isn't it funny that this is someone's butt moment? Yeah. Oh, totally, yeah. totally. <laughs> I definitely <laughs> approve. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Yeah, lots of lots of farts. Lots yep. of lots of bowels. Lots of mm. you know just dealing with it. Yep. Mm. I, I, wrote, I wrote, my very first note I wrote Joel was. Uh, gross level equals perfect. Mm. <laughs> My first note was craftsmanship. Oh, nice. <laughs> craftsmanship. Totally. He's a Cooper. Totally. And he doesn't have any respect for craftsmanship. <laughs> he certainly does, but he's more concerned with efficiency and uh, with taking tally of uh, the amount of supplies. You know, that we, Dennis. We need people like those. You're but right. on his father's deathbed, he said he wasn't his son because he wasn't a craftsman. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was harsh. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty. Well, harsh. I mean, he was really interested in uh, um, Mr. Fishfinger's daughter, right? Um, uh, Grimhilda. Grimhilda. Grim. Grimhilda. Grimhilda. He says it about Grimhilda. a hundred times yeah. in the movie, but I still don't. <laughs> Wait, I thought it was something like Grimhilda. Grimhilda. You tell me, Joel. Uh, I guess I could look real quick. Let's right. see here. Anyway, my first note is free that fox. Aww. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they went by the traps. Yeah, yeah. some fur fur trapper. It's up there. I totally forgot about that little bit there at the beginning. Yeah, poor fox little, was just like, like, oh, no. Wasn't there like a bunny or something? Yeah, the first trap was a bunny, and then he got a fox out of the the cage. But luckily, that guy gets what's coming to him. That's right. In an extremely gruesome way. Um, Holy crap. After that happened, and it it got quiet there for a moment, Mm -hmm. Um, Campo was in the other room, but she saw it, and she was like, that's what you get. (laughs) (laughs) She just said that audibly. (laughs) That is what you get. That's what you get. Now we know. I just wanted to make sure that everyone knew that. It was pretty funny. I said two actors already look familiar to me. I think it was the main character mm-hmm. and the Griselda or whatever her name is. I'm looking. Bishop, man with rock, poacher. You know who played that poacher? Terry Jones. Yeah, let's see. Yes, it is Griselda. Griselda Fishfinger. And Griselda was in... Was she in Tom Jones? Um, uh, I don't know. It looks like she was has in and is still in a bunch of things. EastEnders. Oh my gosh, was she in um Doctor Who? She was an Outlander as Mrs. Fitzgibbons. You're serious, huh? Mm-hmm. Outlander, oh. and uh, we were just talking about Outlander off off the mic. Let's the, the see. Not Sean Connery Outlander, though. Yes, right? no. Okay. What? Highlander? No. Outlander. Oh, Outland. Yes, not that Outlander. Outlander. I forgot all about that Outlander. I forgot about that one? Outlander. I was just listening to that episode <laughs> recently. Too. Uh, oh, cool. It's funny. We are hilarious. Yes, she was also in Doctor Who. I knew it. In 2005. In it was one the episode. baby one, wasn't oh, it? Oh, yes. Yep. The baby one? The weird baby-faced aliens, right? Was that her? The ones that are made out of fat? Was that her? I the one that was like... I have no idea. I haven't seen that episode. Yes, you have. No. I've anyway. S- I've s- oh, wait. You're talking about the, the farting alien ones. Well, she was in more than one episode then, but that no, that's not her. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Th- uh, fart jokes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it, you know, I... I'm very easy to please. Yes, absolutely. So, so uh, you were laughing all over the place. Yeah, the whole time. Guys. Sarah, what was your opinion on laughter wise? And give it, give it to us straight here. Don't, don't pull any punches. There were a couple of places where I laughed. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I think the thing I thought was the funniest was, like, the flute music that came in to, like, narrate his journey. (laughs) (laughs) It's just, like, so ridiculous. This was just making fun of everything. Like, everything. You're totally right. It is the farting alien lady. Hmm. So after, um... After, like, his dad dies and a bunch of stuff, my other note is, everything is very... (laughs) Well, it's the middle it. You know, uh, I think that's a really important theme to this movie, though. I rewatched the last 20 minutes with Sarah. Yeah. And uh, at the uh, end, when they're having that procession, you know, with Mm -hmm. what goes on, I was like... Somebody's going to get assassinated because, like, the yeah. last couple of things I've been watching where it was uh, this time period was Game of Thrones. Uh, oh, 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 you were like, so where's the big death part, guys? And this something is like something the, horrifying is going to happen. This is like the anti-Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Like, everything that happens in this is, like, making fun of, yeah, just. It's the Mad King before he went full nut bar. <laughs> I really oh liked. Gosh. I really liked all the dignitaries too. They were so dumb. They were being so dumb. Everybody, <laughs> yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh, this was just like it felt like you were going into like an old time fairy tale, but like reminded me of the Holy Grail too. Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Um. Mm? Yeah. Yes. Totally. Not quite as straight up humor. This one actually tried to have a story. I guess that one kind of has a story, but yeah. Not the not the vignettes. I feel like I would have understood this better when I was younger than I did Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Yeah. Like it, I didn't understand every joke I was seeing in Monty Python and the Holy Grail until I was older. Right. But this I got. And I yeah. think I would have got when I was younger too. Yeah, I think there are only a couple of things that would have been over my head when I was younger, and that like when the the uh, merchants are like, "No, the monster's good; it's good for business." And then now it's like, "Oh goddamn, they're still doing the same thing." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you don't want to get rid of that lead piping? It's good for business. Mm. Totally. Yeah. What are some of your notes, Aaron? Aaron, you have notes? You have dense notes. Stupid notes. I also no. have notes. I just, uh, honestly, I just, everything I saw, I was just like, oh, I gotta write that down. I gotta yeah. write that down. So it's just, it's 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 basically like a timeline mm-hmm. <laughs> of the movie, yeah. basically. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. But like, uh, you know, I wrote like my next note after everything is very is <laughs> old man in a bed. He's a king. <laughs> that part, but that part was really hilarious. We though. saw him rolling around in his undies a lot. It yeah. was funny. I really liked. I really I liked thought him. He was funny. Yeah, I really I liked him. An actor. You can. Oh man, it, it, it's it's kind of rough. And if you look on IMDb, it says that they didn't have the money to like do more than one take often, um, and so you can like that does explain a lot. There's, there's a bunch of. The way the way it's edited is is just like they cut scenes well, into next scenes without it being like a smooth transition. Like like they'll show uh, uh, Michael Palin's character Dennis, very very proper name Dennis. Dennis. Dennis going in, like walking into the village for the first time, and then they'll show the guards on the outside for a second, but they won't do anything, and then they'll go back to Dennis. It's like what? Why did we just okay? Well, whatever. I feel like, and, and, and just going off of what you just said, I, I, I theorize that that's why a lot of the sound effects the, are the way they are in this movie, because which, they're trying to which, cover up the, well, there's just lots of, like, every scene, there's there's something going on, like, there's somebody, like, either moaning or belching, or, you know, they're, they're, yeah. every scene is populated with all these sound effects, Whoosh. and it's really awesome, but, but at the same time, there's always something going on, mm-hmm. which is kind of... Uh, almost a, uh, something that honestly a lot of people don't do nowadays mm. in, in yeah. film. You don't see that, mm. you know? And so that's kind of what's really fun about this movie. Yes. Also, everything's just covered in crap. <laughs> everything's so dirty. Like, it's literally what I would picture. Like, like a couple times while I was watching the movie, Campo was just like, you know, this is probably really accurate <laughs> in some cases as to, like, how the Middle Ages might have been, you know? Probably, yeah. Everyone just filthy, pooping and peeing wherever they need to, whenever they want to. 
throwing their garbage out the window. I, I really liked the part where after Dennis like decides that he's going to go to the big city and everything and, and, you know, he gets there and like the guard kind of like takes pity on him for a moment. He's like, no, no, we could let him in. Like that, yeah. I thought that was like a genuinely, yeah. oh my gosh, what he's a, doing it for love. Yeah. What are these, the, um, the guard getting all choked up about the rotten potato. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, Oh, this is this from potato. his sweetheart. It's from his sweetheart. She must really love him. <laughs> <laughs> I was like dying. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was a good one. I was laughing at the part where they when after they sent they send him away anyways, yeah. and then they're like, wait, wait, you show us your legs. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's my next <laughs> I was laughing so hard. Drops his pants and covers covers his pecker, but they're like, like nah, yeah. never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a feeling this would have been funnier if we got to all watch it together. Yeah, I think we would have had fun watching it together. Because I found most of it amusing. I found it amusing, but I only laughed out loud like maybe three times. Oh, well. it's not and not. Uh, you know, well, you, you know I would have been the spectacle then. You know me; I've got that stone sense of humor. No, no, that's what you want, people. So what, Aaron? Synopsize the movie sure. real quick. Okay, well, uh, Dennis he's he's been born into a family where uh, they have to make barrels. To Cooper, yeah, yeah, and um, he's. He's trying to uh, figure new new business opportunities and ways, and and his dad's not very happy with this, and uh, tells him that uh, he is no longer his son. Passes on, and then he, uh, but he wants to marry um, Griselda. Griselda. So he decides to go look for prospects in the big city. Uh, goes to the big city after a long, crazy chain of events. <laughs> it's like that are like domino effects. <laughs> <laughs> one after the other um he ends up fighting a mythical creature called well what the name of the movie is i don't think they actually call it that in the movie do they they mm, just it's called just the, beast. the creature the beast just the beast the yeah yeah monster mm. yeah uh, they're telling the poem a couple of different times yeah 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 that's a pretty good synopsis and it's a funny movie so Oh, yeah. Get your laugh sticks out. Oh, yeah. I had a great time. Yeah, there's a lot of goofs and mistaken identity moments and just, like, ridiculous, like, over-the-top stuff. It's like, um, I think I wrote down that it kind of reminded me of Almost Heroes, too. Yeah, yeah. I love Almost I mean, Heroes. That's a, that sense of humor, yeah. <laughs> I didn't like Almost Heroes when I first saw it. I thought mm-hmm. it was kind of, like. I actually don't Trashy. think I've ever seen that. Oh my god! Almost heroes? No. It, uh, With Chris, Chris Farley. Farley. Nope. And, uh, oh they, my gosh! They're like pioneers trying to beat. Uh, it's supposed Lewis to be like Carol. Lewis and Clark. Lu- Lewis and Carol. I'm Lewis not- and Clark. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I really like Chris Farley, so I'm gonna have to watch That's that. Yeah, yes. yeah. He's I'll have Lewis to watch it. Art. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. You know, Sorry, I, Matthew Perry. <laughs> spe- <laughs> speaking of Chris, Farley, I've never seen Beverly Hill Ninjas either. Hey, that one's okay. All right. It's not he's, bad. He does that physical comedy that's like over the top and hilarious and everything in that yeah. too. Totes. But. That's exciting. Yeah. The, I was just thinking of the um a part that is like that like almost heroes. Uh I got to see that. When Dennis breaks into the princess's room, you know, and after we we you know, with the uh, obligatory 1970s nude scene. Uh, and she's like, oh, I've been waiting for a prince to rescue me, all this stuff like that, that she thinks is supposed to happen. And then the guy suddenly is climbing into the window oh, like, yeah. I'm here to play. Oh, and the castle's falling apart. So he just falls, mm, yeah. presumably to his death. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's nice. Terry Gilliam liked that bit. He liked people <laughs> falling out of castles because that ended up falling in, to their death. That happened in Python as well. Yeah. yeah so. <laughs> and it's not like they don't like point it out or anything. Like no. That. It's just kind of happening in the background. And there, there was a bunch of things like that. Yeah. So yeah. Um, did you know that Terry Gilliam's actually in this movie as well? Yes. He as plays well. a guy. <laughs> um, when. Okay, there's a moment outside the city walls. Oh, he's the guy with the diamond rock? Maybe. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. Okay. 
I was going to explain a little bit. But no, you I'm guys sorry. have obviously already seen the movie, so why would yes. you need me to like to, dictate to, to wait, wait, tell See, me guys, what all right, you see, there's this part where Dennis really wants some food, right? Well, and they, these guys are eating soup, and they're like, hey, go get us some firewood out in the woods, man. That guy is first. We first yeah, see that guy in line. Yeah. He, yeah, he's the first guy. He's like, yeah. I've got this diamond. It's not diamond, it's a rock. He says something like, like maybe it's not a diamond to you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's he's ready to beat Dennis to death in that forest. That's right. Well, hey, he found his he found he a found secret stash, man. Stash. Yeah. <laughs> he get, he gets martyred real bad too. Yeah. Pretty gory. <laughs> this movie gets kind of gory. I guess sometimes. I'm just into that, man. I don't know. I, wouldn't I enjoyed have, it. I I was willing to to uh, like it despite that. Yeah, okay. I was like, you know what? It's a funny movie. I'm not going to take it seriously. <laughs> I think if I'd seen it as a kid, I would have been like, uh, what is this? Because, I mean, okay, so, so what's the deal is, audience, is whenever the Jabberwocky actually attacks somebody... They leave behind their, like, still meat-covered bloody skeleton with the head attached. And, like, you'll just see it, like, you know, you'll see the person disappear because they get picked up. And then it drops out of the sky. And all of a sudden, there's just, like, this horrifying skeleton with a head attached to him. There's, like, blood a bunch, too, Mm -hmm. in different parts. Yeah, during the games. (laughs) Oh, yeah, during the joust the the part I was thinking about was when he <laughs> goes into like the town, like beyond the wall. Yeah, and it's like rush hour. Yeah, rush hour. <laughs> that like got me laughing. Yeah, because I was like, it's like as arbitrary as real life is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Absolutely. Why is it rush hour? Because it's rush hour. Because it is rush hour. <laughs> He meets the other Cooper. He's yeah. cut his foot off to try to like. Mm-hmm. Oh, famous Cooper! <laughs> yeah, I, I've got an idea. Yeah, pulls up the knife. Yeah, <laughs> and then he goes to the armory. Oh. And that I wrote down was like one of the most like slapstick moments for me when <laughs> yeah. the armory falls apart. Ka-tink. Yeah, that was pretty. Yeah. What's it called? Uh, the when you make that contraption where you've got all the moving parts and pieces and yeah, that one. What is it called? It's called the, the well. It's by Milton Bradley. It's called Mousetrap. No, uh, yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> that's what it is. I don't know what the official term. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, I know what you're talking. About. It's a word. Can you guess who? If you had a clue, no. I'm no, sorry. I can't. I can't guess who. Neither can I. I'm sorry. I uh, everyone looks the same to me. <laughs> Face blindness. I'm the worst at Guess Who. Same. Same. Should make a version of Guess Who where it is just all white faces, like, <laughs> with, no- with nothing on them. Yeah. Like, does your person have a white face? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> We're all winners. <laughs> yeah. I really did like that part in the armory, though. I did, too. Uh, <laughs> if you just moved it a little bit closer... It'd be so much more. I was expecting that to eventually pay off, like his whole efficiency, efficiency thing. thing or um, his organizing skills, but it does not. I guess, I guess, like, it's, he, like that would have been the big clue to de- defeat the Jabberwock yeah, is, yeah. is making something efficient. Exactly. Maybe so, they thought about that, but it didn't I, work out for whatever reason. I feel yeah. that if this was done today, that would have been the. Certainly. That would have that would have been the the way they killed right. the slave, and I, I'm not sure that would have been funny necessarily because well, not in the, the same way, way the way it works out. Like that that whole Jabberwocky battle is is actually pretty like cool. Like it's not played for laughs. It's yeah, it's, it's just straight a up monster action. getting you know slammed by, by uh, the Black Knight with his sword, and then eventually taken out. Kind of on accident. Spoiler. No, it's it's from seventy seven people. Well, I mean, I I guess I guess it being a Gilliam film, it could have ended really darkly, but it's you know kinda did when well, you think about yeah, it. Yeah, it's true. When you think about it. Yeah. He gets separated from his lady love. <laughs> Seems like a real peach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
he just won the lottery, but he what all he wants is that that lady and her father, <laughs> his future father-in-law, Mr. Fishfinger. I wrote a quote from this movie just because it made me laugh, but it was the or at the time. Now I look at it, I'm like, what was I thinking? This is a terrible quote. Well, it's just I wrote, "Illuminate the luminant, the luminant, illuminate the, the luminant, luminant, luminescence." What? what? It, it was the part when when uh when uh the the king's uh I don't know what you want to call him the royal like shouter. Oh, the cry the crier that the gets crier executed. That gets executed. Order? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Is it, it was when, he, funny. when he has those people like standing up and almost sitting down over and over again? Yeah. That was funny because I mean, Illuminate I guess he was stalling to the king out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like and <laughs> at that point I think I just wrote this movie's a beautiful mess. Mm. <laughs> it's noisy, dirty, dirty visuals, ashes flying everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sexual innuendo. There was the the guy, the squire or whatever that was after that other guy's wife. <laughs> totally. The, the like, tavern owner or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, um, what did I? That's one of three women in this movie. Yeah, there's well, only. A- except for the nuns. Oh, you mean the sisters, the blessed sisters of misery? <laughs> <laughs> Blessed sisters, the of blessed misery. sisters of misery. What was the king's full title? He was. Uh, I don't know, that one was pretty good. Was king Bruno the Questionable. Yeah, Queen King Bruno the Questionable. Perfect. Mm-hmm. No, it never brought up. Yeah, I really liked the um, ridiculous <laughs> monarch. And I liked the the joust where oh the joust the joust was like Sweeney Todd. I, I was I was I was losing it. I was losing it the joust. Yeah. My favorite part was when that guy started questioning him. He was like, "I disagree." Like, no. I he was like, "What are you saying?" Like, no, but go back to what you were saying before. What were we doing? It's like, you're not allowed to disagree with me. <laughs> what? what about, what do you want them to do? Play hide and seek? Yeah. That's, yeah. He's you know, like, yeah. <laughs> I wrote down a line too. Uh, when the, when we're in the king's chambers and he's talking to those merchants or whatever. And sure. The villagers run in and be like, oh, you have to, this beast is destroying our livelihood and stuff like that. And one of them says something about uh, something about getting a doctor or something like that. And uh, <laughs> the other villagers to Dennis is like, I saw a doctor once. He didn't see me. I was hiding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I liked that. That's such a great like, line, Like dude. he wanted to see a doctor. Oh, man. But he couldn't. <laughs> so he just like watched a doctor. Like, he, he told me to go see thing. a doctor. And I see did. A doctor. <laughs> <laughs> He didn't see me. <laughs> yeah, that it's made a pretty me good laugh. line. Farts and butts and noodles. That's one of my notes. Appleson. What was that? Oh, what about the part? Hmm. Oh, eh? uh, mm, 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 like mm, the part. I kind of. There was okay. I need your guys' help. There was a part in the movie. Yes. Where like, uh, and and for whatever I. Maybe I just wasn't paying. Maybe I looked down and looked up, and I missed it. But like the movie, I lost a little bit of the movie, and I probably should just rewound it. And but then we wouldn't be talking about this right now. Rewind okay. the VHS. Yeah, I got to rewind the V. I got well. I'd have to take it out of the machine and then put it into the small car. Oh yeah, yeah. And then mm-hmm. and the headlights would light yeah. up. Because you don't want to mess up your VCR if yeah. you rewind it too many times. Yeah, yeah. You, you know what's going on. Yeah. So like between the part where. He ends up in in the hands of like the torturer people, mm-hmm. like the cult, the cult people that were like hitting themselves with, like wood and like yes. I don't know what they were called. I didn't I didn't ca- I didn't yeah, get their I don't know their, what their they group's were, yeah. name. They were weirdos. The weirdos that catapulted themselves. Mm. I want see. I wrote that note, but I didn't. But like it didn't connect how he then got back into the whole like squire ship. He the just night. he just went back in. He didn't okay. do anything special. 
Well, because like, and, and it was an interesting point in the movie for at least for me, it was just because I, I missed it. But like, yeah. I felt everything kind of had a, a very organic flow of like of like dominoes falling over, like I yeah. mentioned, up until that point. And then I don't know where he was just back in the the. That felt like kind hmm. of a non sequitur for me. Yeah, that part was like, oh, see these people and this other thing that's happening. It was like his warm up with the night, like yeah. before. Yeah, I I kind of thought that was odd. Yeah. I mean, it's just a bunch of little like they're trying to do vignettes. It's no biggie. It's no biggie within the the like the storyline of the yeah. thing. But yeah, I don't even know what those guys were about. Uh, just they were there. And then it was it was funny that one I mean, was guy great. was like, "Wait a minute! I want this! I want this! Hey, you don't I get mean, this! I get this!" and launches himself. Yeah, up. people get lit on fire and thrown over castle walls are pretty awesome. So. Oh yes. Oh yeah. Some dude went flying. On purpose. So, do you guys have any other important notes? Hmm. I do want to point out that if you uh, look in the goof section of IMDb, it says, The princess has modern tan lines in her nude scene. I, uh, I'm going to say I wasn't paying attention that closely until... Aaron, Aaron, she had modern tan lines. Be sure to breathe heavily in your microphone while you're saying that, Joel, just to give the full effect. Did you know? Did you notice those tan lines, Aaron? Oh no! Oh no! Oh, no. I bet. I wonder if that goof is in the uh, Hell Comes to Frog Town section. <laughs> Not like that's a story from the past. It's a story of our near future. Joel. I also just have the note hawk sound because they did that. Hawk yeah, sound. I, I think that was when I said it reminded me of Almost Heroes. Was when I heard that sound. I kept hearing a jaguar noise a little bit too. Yeah, like, wow. yeah. Well, when like when the when the when the stone fell out of the window mm. originally, when the king was oh, seeing like the princess. <laughs> yeah, there was like a weird jaguar noise there for a moment. So, the guy who plays the king is really funny. I dude. Yeah. Yeah. They were all pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. I really enjoyed his performance. Mm-hmm. The princess I thought was pretty awesome too. She yeah. did a good job. Well, you're like Sarah said, all of them. All yes. of them, definitely. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Dennis was really fun. I'm really I'm r i am I like that actor. He was really good in uh Michael Holy Grail. Grail and, yeah. yeah. He's really good in Holy Grail he as well. He is. He's funny. He's, I yeah. really just like his like the way he's playing it completely naive. Oh, yeah. It's just so funny. It's perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> yeah. The good thing about the movie is even though it is, it's comedic and everything like that, I still don't feel like they didn't go full Monty Python. Yeah, no, it definitely doesn't feel, yes, it doesn't feel Monty Python, but it does at the same time in some, in some aspects. But I agree with you that it's not like, it's not like um, the Holy Grail. Right. Yeah. And they also didn't do the thing where, like, everyone else is crazy, but the main character is like, what is going on? I, You know, I just went to the big city. He's also kind of like, uh, yeah. 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 He is right there in the loony bin with them. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't seem that weird to him. But it's like they're still making fun of everything. Like, not by having that character that doesn't agree, but, like, by showing how ridiculous it is. Mm-hmm. Like at every turn, <laughs> I remember the scene that was agonizing for me was is that uh, Dennis Dennis saves uh, the the fish uh, fish fingers family yeah. from the bandits. Yes, you know? and and but you know when, when rightfully when he should have received all the praise, they run over the night like uh-huh. immediately, and I was just like, oh, come on, and he's <laughs> just give him a little bit, <laughs> just give him a little bit. Realize what's going on, yeah, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> That had a part that made me laugh out loud when the bandits run up and, you know, they're trying to get Dennis, but the the bandit leader uh, walks up and Dennis accidentally cuts the the knight's, like, strap that's holding him and he falls on the bed. And you see him, he's like a balloon. He, like, (laughs) (laughs) like, Like, literally, (laughs) they replaced him with a a balloon dummy. That made me laugh pretty hard. <laughs> it's so good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I definitely want to watch this movie again sometime soon. That's fun. I really had a good time with it. It's hard to compare it to other Terry Gilliam movies, though, because, you know, I, I think he also directed uh, Holy Grail. Yeah. So it's very similar to that. But once you get past this particular oeuvre set, 
yo, he started doing the things I feel like he wanted. And uh, we start to, you know, get this this crazy mind-blowing stuff, stuff that we've already talked about. Like, I just watched Brazil for the first time about two oh, yeah, weeks ago. Wow. And, and so it's like, I didn't really see very much Terry Gilliam touch other than, like, lots of details in the background. Interesting. This is obviously a genre for him. Like yeah. the I don't know which one that is that has um Uma Thurman in it. That's um, uh Baron Munchausen. Yes. Yeah, Baron Munchausen and then there's Holy Grail and then there's this and I think there are other I I don't the know. Brothers Grimm. But I don't know when that one takes place. I have no idea. I think people take it for granted how hard it is to be funny. Like, yeah. I think this did have writing going for it, but yeah. it was well acted. It was well directed. I think, like, timing and and communicating that something is funny is more difficult than you would think it is. And it was done pretty well. I mean, you couldn't help but, like, see how ridiculous it was. I, I was watching this by myself, and I was messaging you guys, and I was like, you guys didn't tell me how scary this movie is, <laughs> because it was, like, so funny, and, like, I couldn't help but be like, this is ridiculous. I I, uh, I interpreted that message as Sarah being actually terrified of it, and I, I felt really bad afterwards. <laughs> I was like, oh no, I really, because I mean, you know, obviously, no, it's okay, just because like how the Jabberwocky, like, you know, is totally murder facing everybody. So like, I was like, oh yeah, that is, that could be, Mm -hmm. I could definitely be taken that way, you know? That that part, I kind of just like, wasn't really paying attention to, because I knew it was going to be over Mm. the top, like, yeah, like. The flesh wound in. Don't they even say flesh wound in this? I like, have no idea. I think I heard I someone remember. say like it's a flesh wound, and it like totally was just like <laughs> reminding me of the knight in the yeah. mining python and the holy grail. The black knight in that one. Um, oh yeah. Okay. What? Oh, just um, tell me. Just the part where he dresses up like the nun. Yes. And like the guard really is digging on him. And yeah. he's totally harassing him. But what did he say? Oh, he he said, said, how about a, a, a Christian, Christian kiss. kiss? Yeah, that's what it was. And then he pulls a Donald Trump. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, because I, I just there was a note that popped out of my notes and it just grabs him in the crotch. And yeah. I was like, what? What did I write that for? And then it replayed in my head. You well, know? in medieval times... People did some really barbaric things, like just grabbing people in the crotch. Mm. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) No. It's medieval, you know? It's it's just really crazy. It's very much so. Mm. Gnarly, full on, like back before civilization was really, you know, fair. Right. I think that I think this movie definitely hits that right on the hammer. Yeah, that, you know, right on a stick. Yeah, it almost feels like it's like the, some, like some grand experiment of civilization, like like kind of unraveling before your eyes. Like these, like this is like the first time they've ever tried any of these like uh, concept, like like the idea of courtesy or you know things like that. Or like, oh yeah, I read about that in a book, you know. <laughs> <laughs> gonna try that one out today on the street you know I don't it was know. everybody's peeing on him but that's to be expected <laughs> yeah yeah because where where else are you gonna pee you're gonna pee I, wherever i think that's when campo checked out is <laughs> when he woke up because there was somebody, somebody peeing, peeing on, on his on head it. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a, a lot of people take the opportunity to pee on him when they can <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. so uh another, another part I, I keep coming back to the violence mm-hmm. because, like, uh, you know, the, there's a whole jousting tournament type thing. I can't really remember any violence like other jousts, other right? than yeah, other than when the the king, the the cha- the chamberlain or whatever, and the princess are all sitting in their box and they're just being splashed with blood over oh, and yeah. over again. That was when that was when the princess was like, I don't want to be married to that guy. Yeah. The, the, the black knight. Yeah. She's yeah. like, no, yeah. I don't. Like, Father, I don't have to marry him, do I? <laughs> she didn't want to marry him anyway. She wanted the guy to come into the castle. That's right. Yeah. I thought that That's was right. funny when he couldn't figure out exactly what the person was going to win. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was like, you're going to win half 
Half of, of the princess's my, hand. Yeah. <laughs> Half of the And the full fort. kingdom. And or the king <laughs> going to win my half <laughs> of the kingdom and and the princess. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So good. So good. Yeah. And yeah. The other spot of violence that I thought was really funny was that there is a squire that is like just shirking off his duty. He's like a he's a horn dog. He just he's that's yeah. all he can think about. So he's sleeping with the tavern owner's wife and uh the tavern owner gets arrested, so he thinks he's scot free, but then tavern owner gets released. He comes back home. This guy is in bed with his wife, so he hides under the bed really quick. And he's just hearing the conversation, you know, like, like I thought you were sleeping with someone else. No, why would I do that? Oh, let me, let me massage you. Oh, you know, just what I need. And then the tavern owner jumps on the bed. The guy's underneath the bed. And you just, you see the tavern owner jump on the bed. The bed collapse. And then you see from the side of the bed, this pool of blood slowly come out. (laughs) And it's like, that is perfect. It was. That, That was actually just right. Yeah. Not like a ah or anything like yeah. that. Yeah. It's like the guy falling off the side of the castle when he was crawling up to meet the princess, <laughs> yeah. too. Yeah, it was just like perfect. The black knight getting launched in the air. Yeah, there was, oh, I heard some guy was going flying in the air. I the, think that was in the, the final yeah. battle. Jabberwocky punched him. <laughs> he's, just, he's just yeah. I'm definitely gonna have to revisit this movie. Again. Completely solid again. Mm-hmm. Pretty soon, I'm probably gonna watch it again just because I had such a good time. Yeah, I think one of the things that I found most jarring in the movie was like the change of location, both when they see those bandits oh, okay. and like okay. and when they go to fight the Jabberwocky. The Jabberwocky was like in the middle of a desert. <laughs> Like, yeah. where is this desert? <laughs> like, no. Well, desert of the well, mind. I felt that when we were in the city, it was much easier to follow, like, location to location yeah. as far as, like, story-wise. But then I agree with you, like, after he become after they fight the bandits, and it, it, it seems like he makes, like, these almost, like, insane, like, leaps through, like, terrain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One after the other, you know? It feels like they're, they're rushing to wrap up yeah. at that yeah. point. Like, like, maybe they had more. Like, we need to bring the Fishfinger family back into it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we also need to destroy the Jabberwocky. And we've got this whole Black Knight thing that we wanted to do. Okay, we'll, we'll Dude, do that. Dude, the armor on that was awesome. Yeah. That was some cool oh, That man. sketch of it you've got. Oh, uh, just a little one, yeah. I loved yeah. all the stupid helmets during the jousting thing. Oh, like, one I of know. them had, like, a beagle. Totally. And, and the guy who won had a fish on his head. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what is going on here? <laughs> That's awesome. It made me, it, it reminded me a little bit of Game of Thrones in that sense. Just oh, like yes. the, the different house crests and things. The Beagle House. And then it made me think even further about like George R. R. Martin's like obsession with football. And then I was like, I wonder if that, that if like those two connect in some way. Probably, uh, yes. Like, you know, each house has house, a different. House of Rams. Yep. House yep. of Raiders. House of Steelers. Yep. As it, those are the only three teams I know. That's okay. House of Pancakes. Oh, yeah. Mm. International, I've heard. My father was the first house of pancakes. Something like that. (laughs) Uh, Anything else you guys want to talk about? I think I just wrote that they were suddenly in the desert, and that I loved when the Black Knight went flying off the cliff. That was pretty good. Yeah. I I thought that was pretty awesome. And then Griselda's happy to marry him after he wins, because she wants all of his, like, wealth and stuff, and, like... He made something of himself. Yeah, but he has to marry the princess instead. And that's, I mean, once again, just like a rushed, like, I feel like we're, we're just, okay, uh, you get my daughter's hand. Oh, what? What? There's no, uh, because he still wants to marry Griselda at the end, yeah. even though he's, you now he's marrying the princess. So we cut to a scene where they, he's like, man and wife, You're like, prince and princess, whatever. And then they're just off in the carriage. Can we can we can we just backtrack just a moment? No, just a moment. No, we'll, we'll I see want, you next week. Well, oh. Okay, no, it's well, I just, of I course just, we can. I just wanted to hear your your impressions of the Jabberwocky creature because I thought it was pretty stellar. I thought it was really cool looking, but yeah. not not necessarily intimidating. I mean, he's, oh he's, no. a, he's a big praying mantis chicken chicken with goat. Yeah, gross looking like half dead thing. Yeah, 
I thought it was kind of um like Henson-ish, like okay. the um creatures in Labyrinth or um mm-hmm. Dark Crystal or something. Yeah. Cool, cool. That's what I thought. I liked his feet. The big yeah. chicken feet yeah. kind of thing going the on. The head was cool. I yeah. The head was cool. Head was cool too. I read on the internet movie database oh. that the costume was designed so that the person wearing it would be facing uh head the opposite direction of where the head was facing. Oh, interesting. So that his legs wouldn't be moving in that chicken-like, you know. Thing. Oh. oh. My gosh, I can imagine Jeez. Terry Gilliam being like, it has to be like this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I've got this idea, and I think we need to do it that way. That's you awesome. Know. Were cool. there any other notes you had for the movie? No. Yeah, Aaron. No. It's all nonsensical or just straight up, because I wrote, like, you know, Jabberwocky kills the Black Knight, then Dennis slays the Jabberwocky, and then he gets the princess. I mean, the Black Knight slays the Jabberwocky. The Jabberwocky's, like, on its last leg. Pretty much. The, the Black Knight does a really good job. It's like, oh, you yeah. almost expect the Black Knight to come out as the victor. Yeah. And maybe Dennis kills him somehow, but no, you know, it's an accidental death for the Jabberwocky, <coughs> for the Dragon Magan, for the thingy. Dragon Magan? Mm-hmm. Man. Purple mushroom. Mm-hmm. Wind star. <laughs> hey! What about you? Do you have anything else? I was kind of noticing when I was watching it that there was like um kind of a like a grease on the lens or something mm-hmm. that made this all look a little softened. Mm. And um, something about the time period it was made in and the style with which it was done and the fact that it was like a British thing, I think just made it work and made it really funny. And they've made, you know, now nowadays they'll make a period comedy and I don't think it works as well. Because, like, you know, historical comedies were, like, especially if they're not, I mean, I feel bad saying it, but this was kind of a tongue-in-cheek kind of a thing. Yeah. And I think that there are really only so many people that are good at that, I feel yes. like. Yes, yeah. If they tend to make period comedies, they don't make them taking place they make them like costume wise taking place in that period they don't make the humor you know a rap based around that type of thing it's like references to to modern day things and stuff like that or like set up in a castle yeah like has there been a historic comedy in recent years that took place in a castle uh i didn't see that movie your highness i i was just thinking that movie really? which i saw in theaters was oh, it yeah. good Good. Well, I I liked it. It was bad. <laughs> it yeah. was a bad movie. Was it the best movie you've ever seen, Aaron? Yeah. Yes, Troll. It was the best movie. One. I never saw that. Year one is a, a stupid movie that made me laugh more than I'd like to admit. Um, is, that, is that the one with Jack Black? Yes, and, and, and Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah. Yes, okay. that's like I've never kind seen of that. the the reason that made me laugh is because it's got all kinds of Bible references. <laughs> like Hank Azaria shows up as. Uh, uh, what is the? Oh man, he shows up as who's the, who's the one who's going to sacrifice their son Isaac? Abraham, right? Yeah, I think he shows up as Abraham. I'm not. I'm. I'm not 100. percent And he he's just talking about like, and we have to cut the skin off of all everyone's penis. We have to cut the skin off because God told us to cut the penis. <laughs> it's like it's. It's the stupidest thing, but it's like it's it's Abraham from the Bible. So I get it. I get it. I'll have to check it out. It's yeah. one. It's one that I I, I went, my my brain was like uh uh-uh, uh yeah don't even no it's, it's don't I, even it's okay they're, they're, I mean I like don't get me wrong I like Jack going, Black you I like Michael laugh, Sarah you laugh at really stupid thank things, you so thank you, you. Might, nah, it's, thank and you. obviously if I laughed at it so it was funnier than like Nacho Libre in my opinion <laughs> on a scale of one to um. <laughs> Kung, Kung Pao, um, enter the whatever that chicken. one. I mean that movie. That movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, what would you say? Kung Pao, enter the fist. Yeah, uh-huh. then, that yeah. movie's just a really funny. Movie. Okay, cool. So, although I just haven't seen it in years. So. I think that one. I would just be like shaking my head the entire. <laughs> yeah, you would. <laughs> I 
think I've seen like the first five minutes. And I was like, I got things to do. <laughs> there are parts of that movie that are really dated, but <laughs> See, I, could, I could just go on about that one. We on should, a scale, we should do that for the podcast. On a scale of one to Balls of Fury, I've not seen Balls okay, of Fury. Neither have I. It's like I've seen Kung Pao Enter the Fist. I've never seen Elf. You know, I've never seen uh, Elf. Is good. Caddyshack. <laughs> I I've never I've only seen the beginning. Uh-huh. Every time I've attempted to watch it, I've, it's been like too late at night, so I always fall asleep. Mm. You like this gopher is not amusing me. It looks like it's a funny movie. I just yeah, I'm out out like a light bulb. What was the last comedy that like really got you? Besides obviously this one, what was the last one that really got you? I, think I have to go all the way back to the Lego Movie. Personally, Batman Lego. Lego oh, Batman. So I didn't see it. Lego Batman made me laugh pretty mm. hard. That was pretty recent. So yeah, at least in theaters, that that movie made me laugh pretty hard. Hmm. Like in terms of when they came out. Well, no, not necessarily. I mean, like just personally, even like a movie I've seen recently that made me laugh. Yeah, it made you laugh pretty hard. Aside from this, yes. Now we got to look at a list. Yeah, I feel like I kind of <laughs> need a second. Let me see. That's all right. Um, I'm going to give you a real answer, though. Cool. An, an educated was answer. It, was it Goodbye, Charlie? No. Uh, hey, what comes to Frogtown made his laugh? Uh, what about Tenacious? Just give me a second. Tenacious D. The, the Pick of Destiny, Joel? Yes. I saw that on a DVD. You did? Mm-hmm. Dub, video, dub. Yep. Well, it's on Netflix. I have somewhere have a, a pick of Destiny promotional pick. Wow, uh, does were, it work? No, no. Actually, it might be it might work with a guitar if I was inclined to play one. I like that because there's Paul F. Tompkins without a mustache. I mean, huh? He's the he's like the promotion manager yeah. for the club or whatever they go to. Resident Evil made me laugh. I don't know if it was supposed to. Oh man. Nymph. <laughs> oh, yeah. Once Probably again, supposed to laugh at laughing for the wrong reasons. Yeah. I feel like the thing that like caught me off guard and made me laugh um, was 20th century women. But we watched uh, Tenacious D and the Pick of Destiny recently, and I had never seen it. Mm. It wasn't as funny as I hoped it would be right. for me. Because I really like Jack Black, and I was hoping to really like it. And there were definitely some moments that made me laugh, but um, I think, you know, 20th Century Woman isn't a comedy, but there are moments in it that are funny or that are surprising. Um, I'm trying to think of, like, a real comedy that I've seen recently that really made me laugh. Um, I just keep going back to movies we watched for the podcast, The Giver. That made me laugh. (laughs) (laughs) No, um, what? that guy been driving. Last Tango in Paris. There were there were some parts that made me laugh because it was really ridiculous. No, I think I think. Uh, oh, I mean, I, in real life, I went and saw a comedian. I saw Patton Oswalt. Oh yeah, how was that? It was amazing. Yeah, it was amazing. There was definitely a couple moments where it was like uh, serious. It got very serious. Yeah, because of his real life things that are going on. Yeah, but the. The kind of insane thing about it was is that he was still able to make it, like to make it work and be funny. So mm-hmm. I went to a comedy club last week with some friends too, and oh, cool. it was really funny. Oh, cool! Yeah, it was just here in Ventura. Oh, awesome though! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jabberwocky covers it. I think people should watch Jabberwocky. Uh, check it out. You know, if you watch Monty Python. You know, Holy Grail, and you thought that was funny. You'll think this movie's funny. If you didn't think that was funny, well, then I can't help you. No one can help you. What do you think is like a really funny movie in general? Like a like a good comedy? Kung Pao and or the Fit. I don't know. I don't really know anymore. What do I think is a comedy that like you could put on and just like laugh? Hmm. Hmm. I'm not sure. I'm not sure I have one anymore that I'm not. For a long time, um, I used to put Hot Fuzz on mm. because I like a lot of action stuff, and it also is very infused with the comedies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I'm just a big Edgar Wright 
Well, I watched can. Vicky Cristina Barcelona again too. I like Woody Allen. Yeah. Comedy stuff. Like, um, I usually find at least a moment to laugh in Midnight in Paris yeah. every time I watch it. <laughs> yeah, we both we both like Indian food. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I like that movie too. Wayne's World. Wayne's World makes me laugh. Yeah. Pretty much every time. Every time. Yeah. I love Wayne's World too. Um that that one Farley movie, uh not Black Sheep, oh, the other yeah. one. I, I feel What's like Tommy Boy. Oh, Tommy, Tommy Boy. Tommy Boy. Legitimately see? always gets me in a good Because it's so good. Every time. Yeah. It, I, I, I have the movie totally. Ma- I could just play it in my head right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But every time I'll laugh or I'll just have a great time. Yeah. Like when the deer shows up in the car, when it wakes up in the car. I, yeah. I don't know why, but animatronic <laughs> stuff like Beast. that always just it, it gets me every time. <laughs> <sighs> what Beast. is that movie called that has. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that has uh, almost heroes. Has Chris Farley and that guy from Wings. <laughs> that's all. That's what I know him as. I don't remember his name. He was also in the TV movie The Shining. No, I'm talking about um, Stephen Weber. Is it Stephen Weber? I'm making something up, aren't I? No, it's what's his face Are from you Friends. Um, What's his name from Friends? Yeah, who's in Fool's Rush in and Matthew Perry. Matthew Perry, of course. What was I thinking of Stephen Weber? I'm insane. Matthew Perry, I thought was funny in that other movie too. What is it called with Amanda Peet? Uh, the whole nine. The whole yards. nine yards. Yeah, yeah. I thought that movie was funny too. I was like, man, I'm losing my mind. Why was I thinking Stephen <laughs> Weber? It is Matthew Perry? Jeez. <laughs> It's all good, Joel. Stephen Weber is in Dracula Dead and Loving It. Is that correct? I, I have yet to see. I have yet to see that movie. Oh, well. I, I've definitely seen the trailer a few times, though. I remember it being on uh, television in my youth. Yeah. Well, I'm wrong about that too. Oh. <laughs> I think. No, it is okay. Stephen Weber is in the movie. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Another mystery solved. Another comedy. Um, Ghostbusters. Oh, oh, yeah. My God. Oh, yeah. Ghostbusters. Yep, nailed it. Bill Murray mm-hmm. and Michael Showalter. I really like Michael Showalter. He did what Hot American Summer and The Baxter. And um, what else does he do? He's funny mm-hmm. in general. Yeah. Comedies. I just what we do of- in the shadows. Oh, I was oh, trying yeah. to think of a movie I'd seen not that long ago that made me laugh. We're werewolves, not swearwolves. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a that's about it. Like yeah. I can't really think of any anything else. But that's okay. Yeah, Michael Showalter was in Signs. Uh, news to me. Yeah, I thought Signs was just Mel Gibson, River Phoenix's brother. That kid. Does he play the guy when he's like, hey, aren't you like supposed to be like a baseball star? No. Oh, yeah. yeah. Maybe. Maybe. One of the diner diner mm-hmm. people or town, townsfolk. <laughs> yeah. I want to see him do a serious part where he's just like, hey, weren't you supposed to be some baseball guy? Like, <laughs> oh, That's my God. He was, he's like slapped myself in the face because I know like how like everything he does is a joke. Speaking of everything is a joke, I saw Brain Candy was playing up in Santa Barbara this week. Mm. I love that movie. I have very fond memories of Brain Candy. <laughs> me, 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 I have the soundtrack on CD. Oh, nice. Nice. I've not seen it. <gasps> it's good. It's good, Joel. If it's anything like that TV show, oh, yeah. I may like- not enjoy it. Oh. Oh. I don't know. I used to be real. I'm, 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 I'm loosening up. I'm loosening up about comedies again. It's all good. Don't worry. It's all right. It's all good. <laughs> you could edit out some of our hemming and hawing here. No. Now we're, we've just barely made it to an hour. <laughs> so this is perfect. It wasn't long enough? No. I wanted to be at least an hour. All right. Jabberwocky. Uh, Sarah's pick is next week. I don't believe you've picked out what you want to do yet, right? No. Okay. So you've got uh, a few days here. But I'll pick one. And if you don't pick it out, then we uh, have to uh, find a new uh, replacement for uh, Sarah. Aaron. See you later, Aaron. (laughs) 
Oh man, nah. we're casting for a new Sarah, so yes. everybody knows a Sarah mm-hmm. that would work. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, pre- I'm pretty judgmental about Sarahs, so we're kidding. We'll have a, ca- we'll have a casting <laughs> list for mm. waiting for you. Yes. So you guys think of a lesson about this movie, Jabberwocky, from 1977, while I read the outro stuff. How does that sound? Okay, Joel. This is usually when people run out from the podcast. They turn it off. They throw it off of their ears. They just don't want to hear me talking about this stuff. But I got to remind you every time, because you know what? Nobody does the things I say. That's okay, though. Hey. Whoa, Joel. You got a suggestion or a comment, Aaron? Write in to please don't podcast at gmail.com or message us on Facebook. If you're a consistent listener, please subscribe to us, rate us on the podcatcher of your choice. It helps increase our visibility. And if you send us an email to let you know you reviewed us, we will read your review on the air. Check out our podcast network, the Ear Trumpet Audio Podcast Network. Wait, I said network twice. <laughs> Ear Trumpet Audio is the home of such great shows as, I want to go back around to, As If, which used to be a 90s podcast, is now is just a kind of an all-around feminist podcast. Uh, right now, they are covering the Disney princess movies one at a time to talk about whether or not they are anti-feminist, as, you know, most people think Disney princess, anti-feminist. Well, not necessarily. There's lots of ways to look at things, and these uh, two ladies that host that show do a really good job, and they're very entertaining. As if, you can find it on iTunes, or just go to eartrumpetaudio.com. All right. Do you have a lesson, Aaron? Maybe. Do you have a lesson right now? I think my lesson right now is that, uh, you know, sometimes when when you're in the Middle Ages and uh, just can't find a gig, might as well just chop your foot off. Seems to work. Would that work now? Maybe. <laughs> I think some some people think that people will do that. I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't know. That's my lesson, though. Yes. No, that's great. That's a good lesson. Sarah, do you have a lesson? My lesson is to take it easy. Just lighten up. Because... This is one of those movies that if you let yourself have fun watching it, you will. And it also kind of tells you to really not take anything too seriously, like, on the whole. Mm. Because even the monarchs and our history can be um, ridiculous if you look at it in a certain light. Yeah. They're all farting, too. That's Just right. like everybody. Although I don't know if the king actually farts in this one. He, it, when he was in bed, I think. Let's rewind the tape. Well, though, maybe he was just kind of going like, <laughs> he I was, think he was just kind of tossing and turning. I don't uh, really know why. They didn't really explain that. I guess because his kingdom was being torn apart. Maybe, yeah. Maybe yeah. he had a restless sleep, Joel. Yes. It's tough being he king. A, he needed a Casper mattress. Casper mattress. They do incredible things. It's both f- memory foam and uh, wait. I haven't listened to enough <laughs> Send to us commercials. A Casper. Hey Casper, if you're listening, <laughs> we'd like a mattress, please. It's pretty good, from what I hear. Please send us one. <laughs> oh, and thanks for the recommendation, Mike Sterling. Oh yeah, of course, hey, Mike, Mike. Mike. And thanks a lot. If you live in the area, you should go check out his comic book shop. Yep. Don't go to Seth's game at anime's. Go to Mike. Yeah. I mean, go to Sterling I mean, Silver there are Comics. many great places oh, yeah. to choose from in this area. Mm-hmm. But um, go yeah. check out Mike's shop, though. It's, it's he's a cool dude, and uh, he's funny. Yeah. Don't go to Timmy's Comic Zone or whatever Whoa. the hell his store is called. Whoa. Star City is that what it's it is? Arsenal. Star City Comic. Show. Go check out that one too. Arsenal. Green. Go to Green yeah. Arrow Comics, run by Tim. Okay. Once upon a time, hey, all of the great comic book forces were working under one roof. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you notice we specifically didn't mention one local place because that place sucks. Anyways, <clears throat> my lesson is <laughs> that uh, hey, keep keep your keep your options open. You know. 
you've been living in the same place all your life and you you think that this this girl you've been obsessing over is the woman of your dreams i'm just you never know what's going to happen when you get into that big city you might meet somebody who has half a kingdom that she's going to share with you and uh you know that's pretty good what's what i mean what's that fish finger going to do for you nothing so you're saying life changes when you go to the big city? Yeah. I'm saying... Uh, there are other fish in the sea? There are other fish fingers in the <laughs> sea. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> Glad I got saved on that. We'll see you next week, folks. Thank you for listening. Bye. Thank you. Goodbye. EarTrumpetAudio.com Ideas and entertainment. Loud and clear.